Can I have a conversation here about something that, um, well, I mean, it kind of goes back. Do you remember not all that long ago when the federal government made the announcement that they were coming after the provinces to the tune of about $82 million saying, hey, listen, you've been charging the public for medical services that should be paid for um, by the public health care system. Now, there's two sort of different categories, I think, that we're dealing with here. One of them is actual procedures, right? And I think the focus in Alberta, at least some of it, but not all of it, was on things like diagnostic imaging and things like that. Right? Like you, you know, in Alberta, you can pay for an MRI this afternoon if you want, or you can get into the public system and wait for one. Um, so that's part of it. But there's something else called medical upselling that happens right across the country from coast to coast. And it's something that um, there's been some research done around and now some alarm bells are being raised. But um, where does it go from here and how common is it? We're going to have a conversation with Dr. Danielle Raza. Um, Dr. Raza is a family doctor at St. Michael's Hospital in Toronto. Uh, doctor, thanks so much for joining us. I appreciate you being with us today. No problem, Shay. And just for the record, I also don't have a regular TV. You don't either. And how old are you? <laughs> I'm 40 years old. Oh, wow. Okay. So you watch all your TV <laughs> online then? Yeah. You know, I'm a streamer. So um, it's <laughs> Apple TV and, uh, and Disney at our house. See, that's the thing. As a guy who worked 25 years in broadcast television, it's people like you that are causing all the problems, Doc. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, medical upselling. What what are we talking about here? What is medical upselling? Yeah, yeah. You know, I think it's important to actually talk about because it's different than um, the phenomenon that the fed the feds are cracking down down on uh, through the Canada Health Act, which is extra billing. But let's start with upselling. So, upselling is actually something that many people may have experienced, but not in a problematic way. For example, you know, if you go in and you, you know, break your arm and you're in the emergency department, you'll get a plaster cast, right? We all have, many of us have this experience, you know, sure. we have friends and family sign it. But you can also pay for a fiberglass cast. You know, it's a bit lighter, it's a bit more water resistant. It's just as good as a, as a plaster cast in terms of healing the fracture, but it gives you a bit of extra benefits. Medically, they're both the same but it has these other benefits and you can pay for it and that's okay. But where things become problematic is when you have this sort of upselling that happens in environments where patients feel pressured, you know, by a physician or by other folks in the clinic to pay for that, you know, add on uh, because they may perceive that it's actually necessary and they won't get the service without it. And, you know, the reason why we're talking about it now across the country is because in many jurisdictions, mine, Ontario, but Alberta included, governments are beginning to invest more in investor-owned for-profit clinics yep, where definitely. it's not just patient care that's the bottom line, it's, you know, shareholder uh, interest. And of course, then upselling takes on a totally different character. Yeah, you're right. I mean, we have those clinics being built and some are already operating in in Alberta. So there's no question. And I think part of the problem here, and I, you sort of touched on it is, okay, if I go in and, and the doctor that I'm seeing for whatever it might be says, hey, you can do this and it's going to cost this much. I don't know any better, right? I mean, we're not doctors. Yeah. We don't have the kind of um, knowledge to make these decisions, right? Yeah, and you, absolutely. In fact, the Ontario Auditor General, in um, a recent value for money audit, they actually hired a professional research firm to do a mystery shopper study. 
and actually called many, in this case, cataract clinics, um, and, uh, you know, tried to figure out, okay, well, how much are patients being asked to pay in certain circumstances for these, you know, these lenses that um, are, are, you know, offer some benefits, like they can replace your glasses, but the publicly funded lenses uh, for cataract surgery also kind of do the job. And they were being charged anywhere from $450 to almost $5,000 per eye. And, you know, where we start to kind of go into the gray area to, to where it's very black and white is these clinics, some of these clinics were even telling, you know, these secret shoppers that, if the doctor deemed it necessary that it would be mandatory to pay these fees to get the cataract surgery that should be publicly covered. And that is what we call extra billing, and that is a violation of the Canada Health Act. Right. And that's what the federal government is cracking down on. But that's separate from upselling, right? Upselling is that gray area. I mean, it's not necessarily in yeah. violation, is it? Well, it, it's it, if you do it in a way where patients don't feel pressured, which is typically what happens in like public not-for-profit hospitals in the like cast example I gave, that's that's okay, right? You know, patients are feeling pressured. It, you know, it's not like the doctor is trying to you know close a sale. Um, it begins to become problematic and become very gray, and in fact, cross the line from upselling to extra billing in these environments that, you know, are investor-owned, where it's not just patient care, but it's profits that are at the bottom line. So, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's a slippery slope. You know, it's a bit of a cliche, but this is, this is actually one where, you know, the slope is quite greasy. Yeah, no kidding. And I'm, I'm just wondering, you know, like I say, for me, I wouldn't have any idea what to be on the lookout for or when to say, hey, this is, un- this is not cool. Like, how can you protect yourself if you're just the layperson going in? I mean, you, you pretty yeah. much, you're, you're, you have to trust the doc, don't you? Yeah, you know what? I actually have this conversation with my own patients. I'm a family doctor. Sometimes patients will, you know, go have a consultation and they'll say, they'll come see me and they'll say, hey, Dr. Raz, I don't know. Am I supposed to pay for this or not if, to get the procedure? And, you know, I tell my patients the same thing I tell my friends and my family members. If you're in a medical environment and you're, you know, being asked to pay for a service, you should always, you know, reply with another question and ask, you know, do I need to pay this fee to get this procedure or surgery? Is it not already publicly covered? And, you know, sometimes that's, that's a very piercing question and you'll get an answer to say, no, you don't have to pay. Uh, but if, you know, if the person sitting at the other side of the, you know, the exam table says, yes, you have to pay, well, that's problematic, right? You need to, you know, tell your family doctor, you need to get another referral. There's other things you can do. You know, if you're really keen, there's the Canada Health Act branch of the of Health Canada, but, you know, of course not everyone is going to make a report there, but these are all... These are all um, options that are available to you. Is it as simple as saying that if, if you go in for some kind of medical procedure, and I don't care what it is, um, you shouldn't be asked to pay for anything above and beyond that? I mean, I guess we get prescriptions and we all go to the pharmacy and we pay for those. But in terms of, hey, you need to do this, you need to do that, um, should it all be included? Or are those some things that are legitimate expenses, Doc? Yeah, so every provincial government will... Uh, publicly fund physician and hospital care that is deemed medically necessary. Right. And they usually make those decisions with a lot of care and thought. So you should not, at least for physician and hospital care, you should not be paying out of pocket for things that are medically necessary. You know, like a private room, you know, in a hospital yeah. or paying for TV in your room. Uh, these are not medically necessary. Right. So, of course, you have the option to pay for that and, and that's okay. 
And, you know, I think it's also a bit unfair to expect patients to now have to routinely, you know, remember to ask this question. When you're sick, you know, you're desperate for care. This should be the last thing on your mind. We need to attack really the structural uh, drivers of this issue, and that's making sure that when we deliver care, it's in a not-for-profit setting. So these perverse incentives aren't set up and, you know, patients aren't put in these situations where they're having yeah. to decipher, you know, decipher what's covered, what's not covered, you know, what do I pay? Do I have to pay? It's just, uh, it just becomes a, a, a very difficult problem to untangle if we allow it to get there. It sure does. And you can see how quickly that can happen. Uh, doctor, thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate you being here.